0: Welcome back to the Pre-Game Effect podcast. My name is Matt. I'm here with Dom and Luke. Ian is not with us for the moment. He may be joining us later. He's getting off work a little late. But um how's it going fellas? How are we doing? Good. Not bad, not bad. How about you? Uh, I I'm, I'm I'm doing, man. I'm I finally got to start working like doing what I went to school for. So that was kind of cool. Uh that's what I've been doing the last at least week and a half or so now. So just building up my client base so that i can uh kind of be busier making money uh so that's kind of nice um but yeah i've been doing good i've been in a good mindset because i'm working do you know what i mean so it's kind of one of those kind of things i understand that man um but yeah so um it's nice to nice to hear from you guys it's been a minute i feel like even though we c- kind of do this like every couple of weeks it's still it's nice to reconnect i guess um so have you guys been playing any magic at all lately
1: uh i mean just it's, it's kind of funny i was just realizing that like yeah it's like a broken record just playing arena <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that changes is the decks uh because well they banned my favorite so i had to uh yeah single tier had to make the uh adjustment um Stayed in the same colors, but went to Teamer Elementals with uh, Yorian. Still, so, so still doing the companion. Still works even with the with the nerf of it. But it's and it's funny because I rarely actually cast Yorian, but I'm still playing the eighty cards and just it turns out Turn Five Ugin is real good. It's not consistent. It's not likely to happen. (laughs) Because I can ramp in a Genesis ultimatum and happen to hit one. That can usually prompt a concession.
2: Yeah. That's, I don't like when I was playing it before, and this is before Ugin and everything, I was just messing around with stuff. You know, like here's a big ass Hydra or, um, you know, Krasus, excuse me. So, like, gain life, draw the cards, and then um theros came out and i put a um thassa's oracle sorry i forgot the name i put one thassa's oracle in there so when i drew all the cards i could just cast it and win um so that happened a few times which was fun and then i also had the agent of treachery and uh thassa in there and then they banned agent and i hadn't really played since then so um picked it up a little recently ago i was no last time we chatted about this when they did all those bands it's what i like didn't reinstall it but i i did like a six or seven gig update on the game so that that took some time but yeah (laughs) reinstall at that point pretty much pretty much yeah it was it it was like a just delete and start over again it's going to be easier kind of a
0: thing well, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.
1: It's <laughs> kind of funny because when you're playing right now, there's, there's legit three teamer decks. So usually when you get to a point in standard where you just see the first couple of lands and you're like, okay, I know what I'm playing against. But with this, and there, there are three very different decks. So the Elementals deck, the Adventure deck, and then the, um, the Flash deck. You definitely see less of a flash deck than the other two. And you get a good indication, um, you know, pretty quick, which one you're playing against. Uh, there's still the sacrifice deck running around that is just a pain. It's fast. And and the elemental deck is not. So it, yeah. it's uh, it's able to get you sometimes.
0: Yeah, I played against, uh, I played a couple matches earlier today in Standard. Um I was just playing, like, mono black. Just mono black aggro. And um, Mm. I played against the the Sacrifice deck once. I played against some... I don't know what it was. It was not good, whatever it was. I just kind of beat it, and that was fine. Whatever. But the Sacrifice deck... um, I did eventually beat it, but it was a grind. It was hard. Um, I kind of had to just keep removal spells for, like the um mayhem devils just so i don't die to them just going off with that um, but yeah it was it was not it was not fun to play against though
1: no no it's not um the one that's in one of the interesting deck is that salt ramp deck that's still around even after losing growth spiral that was still able to stay around um, mm-hmm. you know it's it's I don't know why but it's weird seeing cultivate played like that just doesn't strike me as a card that should be good right now but it is and it's just because everybody's doing big mana stuff you know sometimes it just turns yeah. down to who has the bigger crisis
0: yeah i remember yeah. it being that way before like when when it was like the um the bant decks that were like to and all of that before like Korya came out and it was just like it, that's literally what it was. It was like, okay, stall, 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 stall. Huge crisis, and hope yeah. that that gets you there.
1: Well, a lot of times when you play the big crisis, it draws your other
2: one. Absolutely. That that was, and that's exactly why I had them in my big like, or elementals. It always back then draws you the
0: second one. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean that and that was. I had those in paper. I remember because I was I was playing ducks around those like a salty graveyard or something. And I liked having it because, because it with the X in it, I could get it back easier with like different cards, and like I could cast it from my graveyard and stuff. And that that was super cool because I would just like run one or two, and then end up picking the full play set up and would play different decks with it. And I know when I got rid of them, it was kind of hard for me to, because um, that's honestly like that's. The Hydroid Crisis is probably one of my favorite cards, non-goblin related. That's in standard. That like I've I've just really enjoyed that card. I think it's a really cool card. I, I think it's strong, but I don't think it's compared to all this other stuff that they've had going on and printed and has been banned and whatnot. I feel like it's just a powerful card. Um, when I got rid of those, it was a little difficult, but then it was like, oh, standard cards for a dual land. Yeah, well, well, I'll get over myself, and I did, so, you know, that works. When it was printed,
1: everybody was freaking out about it. Like, oh my god, it's too big, it's too powerful, how can you have this card draw in green? How can you have this big, giant, flying creature? It's, it's too good, and then Wizards just went, hold my
2: beer. Pretty much, yeah. And then
1: printed everything that they printed after that. But yeah, I agree. It's great. I, I, what I one of the things I've loved doing recently is you know play it as a two-two on turn three because I you know played as dork on turn two, and then late in the game, if i sit here with an Aether Gus with nothing to do, you know at the end of my opponent's turn, I'll just put it back on top of my library, draw it, slam it down as a beating,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and draw four cards.
2: Yeah, I mean there's there's so it's many different things that you can do. It's, it's pretty cool. And, I mean, like, let's be honest here. You know, you, we can't just look at Hydroid crisis you know. Nissa, who shakes the world. That card is ridiculous. So, that card paired with
0: crisis chef's kiss oh man this is that's so the crazy part that is the crazy part to <laughs> me like crisis on its own i think is absolutely fine like i think it yes it scales which is fine i think a card that scales is a is a absolutely fine card in magic because it allows it's good in the beginning of the game it's good in the middle of the game it's good at the end of the game cool does your thing now when you're able to make it you're able to create the end game version of it in the middle of the game that's when we have problems <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's definitely interesting and i think i'm i'm happy to see that it's still played um looking at like the price of it i'm happy to see that it's lower than what it was because it was like i mean the list i'm looking at has hydrate crisis than euro so looking at the 68 for a place at a crisis uh, compared to the 188 of Euro, it's like, mm. um, it's cheap. Get two play sets yes, you could. <laughs> you get three. Hell, hell, you know, screw it. Have all of them. Why not so, just buy them all? What are the markets? It's that's also kind of ridiculous. Looking at that, and it kind of upsets me. But hey, whatever. Um, it's yeah, it's just wild though. That, that that's a fun card. It's a very fun card. Um, I
1: like doing too, especially like in the mirror or even against that saltide deck. Is because in, in those game matches, you just end up staring at each other after a while.
2: Um, um, well, at least their avatar that they picked now.
1: Yeah, you sit there and stare at each other for a while, and then uh, there's a mass manipulation in the sideboard. Bring that in yep. and. Just, you know, I got big giant things. You got big giant things. Now I have twice as many big giant things, and you have nothing.
2: No, absolutely. Like that's, I had um, the agent of treachery, and like that's, that's that was it before. And now you just have to play with mass manipulation. Same effect kind of happens. You know, yeah. um, You just can't do it every turn. That's super fun. So I was happy I did that while while, uh, while it was legal, but totally understand why that card's gone. I liked watching it was, it was that; that was ridiculous. a blast.
0: That was a good time watching. It was
2: fun. I really enjoyed that stuff. Like because when you're going against some of these decks and you know it's they'd be kind of trying to go off and stuff, and you know I I just I felt like you know they'd counter something or kill something, and the person would have like the smug face I'm like yeah, that's fine. Oh, like. <laughs> Take your big thing that I, you know, this is now mine, and here's a bunch of 1-1 one, one haste, you know, elementals coming at you. Let's go. Then I just drew six cards off and put five lands into play. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that.
0: So, Luke, any other decks that you've been playing in standard at all? Because for me, all I've been pretty much playing when I play standard is either just mono red just because it's easy to play for me like I just have it available like I don't have a ton of decks built yeah. um, I'll play occasionally I'll play um, let's see blue black flash or I'll play um, team or adventure those are like the main three decks that I play when I'm playing standard and they're all but fun I tried to make is it
1: like is it like, like almost like the old is it Delver decks work um, it didn't And now, and actually just earlier today, I was looking at deck lists and I saw, of course, what usually happens when I have an idea, I try it, I fail. And then I look at deck lists and go, oh, look, somebody who's a lot smarter than me in deck building came up with a much better idea, you know, same basic idea, but a much better deck list.
2: That Uh, is my entire thought process in this game. I am a copy and paste person, as I've said so many damn times before and try to do... There's too many options for me. Okay. Too many damn options. What well, do you I'm
1: going to learn my lesson and like just skip the build a deck, try it, and lose a lot with it, and just go straight from I have this idea. Let's just see if anybody else who's smarter and better at deck building than I am already tried it.
2: Yeah, look,
1: there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save myself a lot of uh, swearing, really.
2: See, but but then if things work, maybe you start swearing more. You know, I'm I'm a big proponent of swearing all the time. So, literally, hey. talked about this with uh, <laughs> my coworkers the other day. We were talking about like the first time people started swearing in front of their parents. And I was saying, like, yeah, I was 16. I started saying stuff, you know, but that's just me. (laughs) I'm I'm lucky I work from home. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: work a a typical office job, but I don't have to work in an office. So
2: when I hang up the phone, I can say whatever I want. Absolutely. As as long as it's actually hung up, you know. You, You don't have a hot mic that we're seeing in the uh, <clears throat> actual Real news world. nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> how about that? <clears throat> <clears throat> anyway, hey, I, I, yeah, that was the thing. I worked in kitchens, so it was just accepted. Everyone thinks it's, you know, sailor mouths and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah oh, it's not really like that, but it absolutely is. I'm just so, like, accustomed to it now. Where I'm at now, I can't talk how I want to all the time. But I can still. Um, there's not really like a a window separating where I'm cooking to like the customers, but uh, we have a door. It's it's pretty soundproof, so
0: it's it's not
2: <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> tested
1: extensively.
0: Uh, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> so, Dom, have you been
2: playing any standard at all? Uh, not standard. Okay, what have you been playing? I've been playing some historic goblins. Uh, uh, I've yeah, mentioned so. it before. I got back on. People want to ban and goblins. Tom, you're <laughs> playing goblins, oh, really? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to jump on it, man. Had to jump on it. Uh, unfortunately, ran out of a rear wild card, aka you know, story of my
0: life, story of everyone's life. It seems like. It's awful. It, it is literally the that is the the bottleneck. I think in the Magic Arena economy mm-hmm. is the is the rare wild cards. Yeah. So you do is have like an exchange. And like, all right, I can turn twenty uncommon.
2: Absolutely.
0: Inches. I'll trade in fifty uncommons for a rare wild card.
2: Yeah. Or if it if it was even like I think I think we talked about this before. If it was. 10 rare wild cards for ten dollars. I'm in because you know what? If I sit on my ass and play this deck that I put 10 or we'll say 20 dollars into, but 20 rare wild cards for like two hours, I think that's worth it. You know, at a certain point, your the time to money ratio, whatever, you know. So I could be in for that, but hey, they're not doing it, so whatever. So my my deck list. Little, um, uh, not full go,
0: but still hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um, I, love, I love that you don't even go. Not full go, but still really good. No, it's not full go, but still hilarious.
2: <laughs> it is insane. So I threw the I threw the deck together. I have paid a bit of attention to historic. I try to. Pretty much, I would see Goblin stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm it. Uh, I know, like, the Field of Dead decks and all this stuff were going on. Some things here and there. And I was pretty much going into this, like, you know, if I can take some games, cool. I'm going to be slinging some some little uh, green people. Let's roll with it. Um, It doesn't matter what your opponent's cards say, like, if you don't know them if you kill them before they matter. So that's really fun. True, that's true. I, were in our group chat, I started sending you guys pictures because I couldn't take a screenshot fast enough. I had my phone next to me, so they were like these terrible looking pictures of me taking a picture of my screen. But, you know, the old turn three swing for lethal.
0: Perfect. It's like, and I'm like it's this is the first like, time it happened. Kind of like we're back in like 1998. Oh yeah. Like it was get amazing. that Nokia Nokia phone and take a snapshot of the computer screen.
2: Um I I thought that was funny. I was I was laughing so hard like I was I was starting to cry legitimately. Um because it just it it was working. I'm like and it, this is the thing. It worked once. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. The next game, I swung for 80 on turn four. We broke another barrier. I was so in. Again, tears of joy just streaming down my face. Um, And, again, not with the full go build. I'm a gambler. You know what? I understand this. I've accepted it. I play into it. The decks that I like to run, I'm all about it. You know, Hollow One, sign me up. That deck popped up. I was playing it the first week it came out because I was like, I'm in on this. I had it in paper, ran in an event. I think I went four and one in that event. It was a I Remember event. this? I remember. It was this. awesome, and I was I was iffy about playing it because I was like, well, maybe I should play something that I know more. And it was, you know, hey, if you think it's gonna work, let it go. You know. And I, I think I only lost to Storm just barely, just barely. And I, I'll take that. Um, gambling on that deck, this deck, it's the spin of the wheel. And, I mean, you have some, you know, some clunkers spins. Really do. But when, when you put that boxes out on turn three and you hit all five of five, And now they have haste and now you have a Krenko and you make more goblins and you swing with that Muxus and Muxus gets, you know, I don't know, plus 13, plus 13. It's amazing. (laughs) It's absolutely hilarious. Um, Playing against like the control decks who, you know, they they get to a point and then they board wipe you. And um, I finally muted like all emotes because I didn't care anymore. Um, but this, <laughs> I'm literally thinking of one in particular, blue, white, do nothing control. Um, he has, they have like one or two, um, one or two cards in hand, nothing crazy. They end up board with me. Okay. That's fine. You know, I, I've dealt enough damage to them so far. And then yeah, we just got to the point. Land go, land go. They're really they're not doing anything at all. No planeswalkers or whatnot. Um, and then they went for like a planeswalker. So can't couldn't even tell you what it was. Doesn't matter in this situation. They tapped out. Okay, Muxus, because I top decked it. Spin that wheel, and um, it's fantastic absolutely fantastic um you know because they were, they were they kept spamming like the, the oops oops nice your go your go and it's like well i have thoughts you know i understand there's goblins people think you know well you should be the fastest player here well, there's things you got to figure out you got to try and do your goblin math that's a thing that's that's a thing especially not playing with these cards together in a long time um well, it's like so it was one of those things burn
0: is her- in easy deck. Burn is oh, an yeah, easy deck. You have infinite cards that all cost one mana. You got to figure out which one to cast first.
2: Mm-hmm. You got to figure out it wor- how it all works. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was one where, you know, they kept doing the oops and all this after board wiping mean. That's fine, you know. Cast Muxus and it landed and I'm going to kill them and your go. Your go. Your go. <laughs> Listen. Don't come at me. Oops. Don't come at me. <laughs> That was just like a side note. Here we go. I'll try not to be too long with these. Um, literally playing Apex season three uh, with my cousin today. And we're playing duos. And we end up finding this team. Um, we third party. We end up killing the one team. Then the other team starts, we start fighting with them. I'm down. They, I have one of them down. It's my cousin versus this guy. One on one person. And, um, my cousin ends up taking him out. And as the person didn't even, isn't dead yet. Like they're still in the loading screen. Already sends my cousin a message. <laughs> my my cousin just starts laughing. He goes, Ooh, he mad. He Ooh. mad. You know, We're trying to figure out what it says. And the person is just like, you know, you're not good. This is my cousin's like, you know, um, go salt your potatoes somewhere else. <laughs> He had like a four four message, four or five message back and forth with this person, telling him that he wasn't good because of the uh, the character that he picked. And uh, my cousin ended it with, you know, "Oh, sorry, you were dead. I can't remember what character you were." <laughs> the person ended with, like, "Oh, nice, bud. Like, you know, STFU." So, don't be salty. You you could be salty, but don't be a d bag. I've always thought that that was so dumb because, like,
1: if I if I suck
2: and I kill you. Right. 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 Yeah. The, I've right sent. Property states, yeah. You suck more. I've sent messages to people, it, like, after playing them in a game, only to be like, you know, hey, good game. Like, that was fun. We've done stuff where it's, you know, you and one other team and everyone drops all their armor and their guns and you just fist fight for the win um we've done that and lost i'll take it that was that was hilarious i'm sitting here laughing the whole time send them a gg you know gg people this that was fun thanks for that you know so playing games to have fun
0: that's the big thing so they're games at the end of the day right absolutely absolutely yeah. so um <laughs> it sounds that's like you've son. been having no but it sounds like you've been having fun with with goblins though uh, yeah, I've been having
2: fun with goblins, um, trying to get it, like I know you said, uh, getting into like a rhythm again, I was working the past two weeks, so that was fun, and now we're off for a bit again, until September, like the middle of it, so get some more time, you know, I really only need one day to fuck up my sleep schedule, so <laughs> we're just gonna barrel right into that there, so... <laughs> Whatever works.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Historic as well. Um, Primarily two decks. That's pretty much it that I've been playing lately. I have, I think, three decks built, but I've been just playing the two. Uh, I saw somebody playing a mono red list on there that was running, I think it's Giganta as the companion. Um, I didn't really like that. I didn't really feel the need for that. Uh, so instead I just I found a list that I liked that was very similar to it but um, not running Gigantha as the companion um, and then I found another list uh, that was running these uh, I think it was Volcanic Fallouts in the main uh, which was interesting as well um, but that, that was one of the, the lists I was running and then the other one was like a Grixis Control deck uh, that Was like, plays, I think, four Nicobolas Ravagers, plays like a Scarab God, um, a couple of the, what is it, uh, the more recent um, Nicobolas, like the blue, black, 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 red one. Um, And then, yeah, that, I mean, that was kind of fun too. It just kind of grinds. It's like you're literally playing. The only thing was uh, back to the not having, uh, rare wild cards. Um, mm-hmm. I needed like another three to to be able to get a play set of thought seasons. and yeah, so I was just like, No, we'll just play to rest. That's absolutely fine with me. So we've just been playing to rest, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, I'm not bothering with it. It can be an
2: upgrade, like, it's strictly a better card, but there are good replacements for it until you know yeah it's so no, nice for sure. to see
0: things like that so for sure so that's what i've been doing though um and i've gotten from let's see i think i i, I tend to play on the rank ladder just to play on it just for something to do um yeah, same. so so i go uh i think i've gone from like silver or something like that to like whatever right after gold like the like Plat- is it platinum or yeah
2: okay that's so i'm in
0: like platinum three or four now um but yeah just kind of like just playing to play like i'm not i haven't been pushing to try to get to the mythic or anything just because that's not really a goal of mine i don't care to get to mythic yeah um, it's,
2: i feel like i feel like watching people's grind for mythic is either fun because they're just i would like to get you know I think like Jim Davis does, you know, I want to do bronze to mythic in this amount of time and he does streams with it and kind of has fun with it. But then there's other times where people just put too much on that record and it can kind of mess with them a little, a little too much.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm not I, I trying to that. put that. I'm not trying to put that pressure on myself. I'd rather like play other formats like on magic online and the the formats that I enjoy playing, like the moderns, the legacies, even the vintage, like I'd rather just jam in some of the challenges or something like that, because for, sure. for me, that's fun. Like those are formats that I don't get a whole lot of chance to play. I can play Arena and do that all the time for free. Like I literally can just do it for free and play. These other ones I don't get to play for free. So I want to be able to play and be a little bit more serious about it because it isn't free. So I want to kind of do well so that mm-hmm. I can at least recoup some of whatever I put into it um but yeah so like that's kind of what i've been doing i've, I've been playing in the mana Traders series uh which is kind of fun um because you can i i don't i've not done particularly well in any of them that i've played in and i think part of it is i'm again not taking it super serious because it's a free tournament um but also i play just kind of decks that look like fun like i played um i played a blue black ninjas deck in legacy which was kind of sweet like you play like ornithopters and you play eurekos and stuff like that and so that was kind of fun like you just get to do some really dumb stuff with it um but then i also played like a good deck and played uh the epic storm the other day and was doing pretty well with that so but i just get to play whatever i want to play at that point so it's kind of fun um but yeah i mean i've just historic's been cool though lately I've had a good time playing it. I haven't had too many games where I'm just like, well, this matchup sucks. This isn't fun to play. So that's been good because that that's just never fun, and that leads to just me wanting to just quit and hey, close the game.
2: And when it comes down to it, if you're not having fun in that match, concede, move on to the next one because I'll do that. Absolutely. Honestly, you know, it's – i I've actually conceded early once or twice um, just since picking it back up. And I've caught it afterwards, you know. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that because I think this happens, this happens, and um, things, things like that. So, knowing when, you know, just to move on to the next thing, like, all right, we can, we're, we're good here, you know.
1: And most I of time, have, like, I had a game the other day where
2: I literally was thinking,
1: my opponent did his turn that just completely destroyed me. I'm like, okay, the only card that did dig me out of it is X. I can't remember what card it was. It might have been actually with Crazy's. It had a ton of mana, no cards in hand. will at least let me draw a bunch of cards and maybe we
2: can. It sounds like the perfect time to draw one of those.
1: So I'm like, all right, if I don't draw Crases, I'm conceding. I drew cases and just conceded a
2: reflex. <laughs> <laughs> right
1: after I clicked the box, like-
2: I was like, that was the one card I wanted. <laughs> you already had it set up in your mind, man. Ugh. Yeah.
1: I decided I was conceding yeah I, end, I ended
2: up doing that to uh, at a goblin mirror and I spun the wheel it wasn't a great one and I was doing all the math and oh I'm, I'm just dead because um, they block here you know so I click click, click they block this person and they swing back for Luther whatever attack cool it had already went to blocks they didn't block as i'm going over to the concede i see that they have negative and i had already clicked it <laughs> so they won the game with negative life so i was like yeah that's all right you know it's, i just laughed and then i started the next game like i'm not gonna sit here and dwell on it you know just do better math. Math is for blockers and they have it. It's a it, game. It's a but game. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if I'm playing on the ranked, I don't know. math, whatever.
0: You know, I don't have enough rare wild cards to have my sideboard yet. So the only reason <laughs> I play in the ranked is because if, like, there's no real punishment if you don't do well on it, it's fine. You just play. Absolutely. But if you do well on it, then at the end of every season, you get like a little extra bonuses. You get some extra coins or gems mm-hmm. or packs or whatever. So I'm like, there's no downside to it. You know what I mean? It's only upside if you do well. And I, I don't think that's all that bad, really. And it, Because otherwise, if I go into like Unranked and I'm trying to play some weird deck that I'm trying to put together and I end up playing against, you know, Euro.deck, I'm like, yeah, okay, thank you. This is not helping me. I'm, I'm just trying to test this out to see if it, it functions the way I need it to. I don't care if it's it's beating your tier one deck that you're playing in Unranked with. I just want to see if the the cards that are in my deck do what they need to do. But I want to play against a normal person and not a, you know, a bot. So that mm. kind of gets annoying sometimes. Yeah, I got you. For sure. Um, but in any case, kind of on the same thought path as talking about historic. Um they there was an a tweet from Wizards, I think, that were that came out maybe what, yesterday or the day before? Maybe today. When was that? Uh it was it was today. Was it today? Okay. Um, and they, the tweet was just basically indicating that there is, they were announcing that they're going to make an announcement on Monday. <laughs> so be, be on the lookout. Yeah. Um, the, the, what they've been, what they said was that it's just going to be a banner restricted announcement that is focusing on historic and historic only. Um, yep. I know that there's been a lot of chatter cause I've seen it on the, on the Twitter sphere, uh, about people's. Uh, dislike for some of the things going on in historic um, and a couple different avenues um, as as you know I've seen at least so uh, what do you guys think is going to happen for for that banner restricted announcement if you have any idea
2: by by field again I think it's gone I I would be surprised. If anything else? What was that? And they oh, mean, mean it this time. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't understand. First of all, I don't understand a lot of things Wizards have done. I don't think anyone does. Um, all the cards, are all this stuff, whatever. Okay. Wizards. They realized that Field was was a card had its ban suspended. Can't remember. Whatever. It was on this list. It wasn't played. Then they took it off the list, fully well knowing that they were doing amenket Remastered with Hour of Promise in this set coming out just for historic. Boom. Here's this other card that's really good with this card that was already super powerful that you had to ban or suspend before. I like the boom aspect. That it's added just, to it. it's, it's amazing, right? Like how, who didn't, who didn't think about this? You know, um, when I, I understand it's not, you know, looking at like money wise and whatnot, you know, historic's only played on arena. That's fine. But what ends up happening is, if this card gets banned again, okay, cool. The people who had it, they give them the free wild cards or something. Okay, that's fine. You don't get the wild cards for everything around it. You spent – we've talked about wild cards several times already just today. I mean, in the past months and stuff, that wild cards – it was a reason I stopped playing Arena because, you know, to sit there and try and grind something out, I understand you can – you can buy these gems to buy these packs, and then each pack is one thirtieth of a mythic, like okay. But like yeah, you could try and do that, that's fine. You're doing this stuff. You spend all your all your wild cards to build this Saltai lands deck. And you play it and you do well with it. Okay. You get some gold, you get some gems and stuff, nothing equal to what you put into it so far. You're playing it, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we got to ban this card again." Here's here's your four, here's your four wild card. That doesn't count for the other thirty eight wild cards that you spent buying everything around this, you know. And like that's that's what I feel bad for. Something I like saw
0: that. I saw a tweet about that from Brian Gottlieb.
2: Yeah, I um, I saw his too,
0: and, yeah, it, and, was, he, and he it was and he was even like he's like I'm he was it was the concept of it was like he agrees about agrees with the ban yeah. but he's upset about it because of all of the wild cards that he spent to build the deck that he was playing with it. yeah <laughs> you know? absolutely so, like he it's... agrees yes it should be banned because it's broken in in the way that you know it's not fun to play against and it, mm-hmm. it's going to be a one deck format so yes it should be banned but because he spent all these wild cards to put it together put the deck together now that those cards are just kind of like SOL, you can't do anything about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a bummer, you know. Like I said, I would be shocked if other things get hit. I know some people are calling for Muxus. Um, and I, I would be, I'd be real upset if Muxus gets hit. But I'd, I'd like, kind of understand, but also be like, ah, but I'm losing to people too, so it's not that bad. Um, but, yeah, I think field is just – it draws out these games. And especially, we got to think of this too – where Magic Online, there's, there's the chess clock, there's the timer. You go, when we could play in a p- paper events, there should be a timer. I can personally think of some FNMs and Monday Moderns where someone forgot to set a timer, and you know the two control players in the room got in a death match and 60 minutes into game one, hey, whatever, there should be a timer. Arena
0: doesn't <laughs> have that. The arena you can just rope out, right? So you can. They they do have a timer technically. Um, there if you if you're in there and you scroll over to the left where you yeah. have like the little hourglasses, I think each it's person only has. Best of three. It might be only best of three because that's yeah. what I play primarily. Cause it, but you do get, in best of three, you get a thirty minute timer each person.
2: Okay, but so I'm I'm still sitting here thinking about like the time that's going on on these, this stuff, you know. So, because those, those matches can if two of the, if that deck, a mirror match comes together, I, I, have no, I have no idea how long it would take, you know. And to me, it just kind of seems like it could be fun. I played uh, Saffron Olive had like a budget lands deck in standard some time ago. This was when like Dominarian and stuff was around, and it was cool. But, man, it was, it was sweet. It took forever to close out a game, and you would, like, sit there and grind, and it was, it was sweet when it was working. But, man, oh, man, when you're, you know, 45-minute round or whatever, minute 30, you're finishing game one. And, God forbid, you lose game one. Now you're like, well, oh, oh, I got to try and <laughs> make up this time. The fastest you can, you know, kill someone is fifteen minutes, we'll say. Well, that's it. Then you're ending in a draw. You you needed to win that game one and then maybe grind out the second one or something. It's just it like in in theory it sounds sweet, but then when it really comes down to it, it's like, yeah, we're not I'm not trying to mess with that. So Yeah, I I think getting back to sorry, I'm sidetracking all the time here. Um I think it's field. I don't really know what else they would try and hit. Like, Team Erec is being played, but I think there's other stuff going on, too. I I feel like because they have all these, like, random cards, you know, like thought Seas and all this stuff, I think it's more – um, it's able to be handled more in historic than it wasn't standard so yeah i'm I'm curious i don't do you guys i know matt you were you said you've played so I don't know if you have any more thoughts so of, uh something else that could get hit maybe
0: i haven't honestly i haven't even run into that many um uh, of these lands decks like I think I played it once and I beat it with mono red, just cause I was faster. Kind of like you were
2: talking. About. I, I think I've played against it a handful of time. I've, I've at least, yeah, I have. Um, but usually I end up like, I have to beat them fast.
0: Right. You have because to like, turn, they start grinding you have out to turn three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, um, it's, it's been, uh, a few times, some funky things, you know, using a, uh, like a gem palm on just a regular zombie. Gem Palm for eleven on a two two. You know, the usual. Uh but just to clear up that blocker just in case. Swing, just swing in case out. you know, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. So whatever happens,
0: you know. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, so I think I've only played it maybe once, maybe twice, maximum. Um, so I don't really have anything to say. Per se on it I could see that it could be problematic going forward um I think that that's an issue I I like the concept of field of the dead um but I think that with surrounding things where there's there's a lot of ramp cards right now in both in standard and in historic mm-hmm. and so because of that I think it's problematic but I don't know. I feel like there could potentially be. be- because of the fact that they did this re- remaster, this Amonkette thing, whatever, that brought back Our Promise, maybe they decided to do something with Our Promise and I feel it did. Be- because that was just kind of like a reprint set and they can go, ah, well, let's not do this. We didn't think about that. Our bad. Our bad. We're just not... We're going to... As if this card wasn't printed. Okay. Then they could... Because that is that is kind of leading to that deck really, really taking off. Yeah, there's still ramp spells and things like that that you can use. But Our Promise really makes it outrageous because just the, the text on Our Promise allows you to have zombies even. And then if you have a field of the dead out, you're able to then make... Let's just boatloads of zombies you know what i mean all from one card which is a little bit outrageous um so i don't know i i could see obviously feel the dead going for sure but i don't think i would be surprised either if they they banned the engine of that in you know the like one of those kind of spells too i
2: i think it would be very interesting for them to take out our promise when it just entered Mm -hmm. um Granted, it wouldn't be that surprising. Um, but I, I would still be surprised uh, with terrible grammar or whatever. Um, <laughs> but, like, but just for instance, you're talking about the ramp spells. So I'm looking at the most played cards from the Hooglandia Open 5 that was held on the 16th of this month. Number one is Thought Seize. Sure. Super powerful card. Makes 100% sense. Uh, number two, Explore. Then, Graft Digger's Cage. Sure. Shows you how the format's going along. Number four is Euro. Growth Spiral, Hour of Promise. So, in the top six, we have uh, Explore, Euro, Growth Spiral, and Hour of Promise. Those are all played by those decks. <laughs> so, for sure. They've been banning the stuff in Standard here and there you can play all of those in historic still Agreed. and they've added random other cards that you can play too which is just wild so yeah it's i i would for sure see something like that
0: i think it's something um, out of that deck for sure you know what i mean yeah. um yeah. what specifically i'm not gonna narrow that down because i haven't played enough of it to know but i feel like just Knowing the game of magic and knowing how Wizards has done bannings in the past, I feel like they're gonna, like, even looking at the historic metagame on MTG Goldfish, it's Team Iraq, Burn and then the five color Golos deck that's playing Our Promise.
2: Mm. Then it goes
0: Goblins, Jun Sacrifice, Azorius Aggro, Blue Temple. Like, there's no other decks that's playing that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's, but I could see it being problematic moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. especially because with Zendikar coming out a big thing in Zendikar is landfall type things right so if who knows what happens then but that yeah. also is the thing that makes me wonder if our promise is the thing that maybe takes a hit because mm-hmm. if landfall becomes a thing also now you can bring in some of these other permanents that aren't lands into this uh, field of the dead deck and if you get one landfall trigger every turn okay that's a thing fine but i don't think that's outrageous but if you're able to go our promise get two landfall triggers also trigger your field of the dead also get zombies because now you have a bunch of deserts and trigger the permanents that were out that have landfall now we're talking a little bit too much for me Mm -hmm. um i don't think you come back from just just the one our promise if someone plays a land and gets a zombie I don't think, or even two zombies sometimes, I don't think that's outrageous either, because there are ways to counteract that, such as, like, virulent plague or whatever it may be, because that's a big one that I've been seeing in a lot of uh, mm-hmm. cyborgs. It was in the, the Grixis list that I was playing too, um, just where all, token, all tokens get minus two, minus two, so then zombies don't matter at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I I, I can see it being field of dead, because it's just kind of cut it off at the head kind of deal.
2: It's it's kind of the uh the KCI some think. time ago with um who got grave troll in modern,
0: sure
2: it was banned, they brought it back, they realized it was a mistake. <laughs> let's just you know do this now, rip that band aid off, and everyone who played Dredge was like, ah, we understand, totally get it totally <laughs> fine we'll yeah. we'll take our wins for the past you know x amount of time and move on so right. Right. no it, it absolutely. would be interesting i it was I wouldn't I rarely want to see like a deck just be done i I would like for people to still be able to play their cards play the deck you know how right. they want to play right um I say rarely because I'm sure I don't want to sit here and you know at night while we record this and think of a deck that like yeah I'm glad those people don't have it anymore because the deck sucked. and like, get all heated up, so I'm not going to try and think about them. But I, ra- <laughs> I rarely want to see that. So it, it would be cool if, if you could still play it, but I think there's just so many cards out right now. And like you just mentioned, too, with Zendikar coming, there has to be something about land. Um, I know... I think they've mentioned some things. I can't remember exactly whether there's some returning... Um, like stuff that's returning and you know if there's new things going on and um <clears throat> I think there was like a leak or two, but it, it wasn't really that big. But it's just seeing seen from the past, the past two Zendikar sets. Yeah, landfall was stuff, you know, the um uh awaken ability, like uh-huh. that was interesting too. If there was something something's gonna deal with lands. Somewhere agreed, agreed. And adding that to the list, you know, of these cards that they've banned in standard, but you can still play in historic, and then you're also adding all these other cards on top of it, like that could be a little bit too much. And I I just feel like at some point or another, you know, another ramp spell or something would we'll just get it banned anyway. So Right.
0: Yeah, but, no, I agree.
2: Yeah, we'll uh we'll see. Uh I yeah. that, that's not printing ramp cards.
0: Like that's just not
1: gonna
2: happen. <clears throat> yeah, you know, and it's it, it would be it would be hard hard to do that for sure. Um so we'll see. You know, I I I definitely feel like it's field. Uh I feel I feel like a lot of people think that it's field. Um I wonder if like randomly hitting, um, arrow would work. I don't, I don't think it would, but I wouldn't be against it. Not because I don't own them, on arena, but kind of, um, but also I, I feel like looking at the historic decks, like they, they kind of all s- start to like, look like each other a little bit. Um, like you, uh, Luke, you were talking about in standard. There's several teamer decks where you know you you start to see the lands that they're playing. You're like, okay, well, it's you 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 should be able to narrow it down pretty fast. But then when it's still, you know, well, is this a good hand for this version or this version or this version? I'm trying to figure that out. Um, when it seems like everyone's kind of playing the same core cards and they only change a handful, that's when it can get boring for me. So we'll uh we'll see what happens you know it's the announcement of the announcement has been interesting um and we'll see when they announce and what they announce, and then we'll announce it to everyone here yeah when they announce it when they announce it sorry um
0: yeah. so one thing I wanted to do before we before we kind of close out tonight, just as our our kind of last thing we do is just kind of go through some of these. Recent deck lists that have popped up in some of the um, like top eights of events and stuff. Just because we haven't really done that um, lately much, we did in the beginning. We haven't really done that a whole lot recently. So I figured we could just kind of check through some of the stuff. We've talked a little bit about historic. We talked a little bit about standard. So what I was thinking is what we could do is maybe kind of check out some of like pioneer or modern or legacy events uh, and just kind of see see what's been going on in those formats. Um so like one of the things that I was looking at are some of the um Magic Online challenges uh and because they have them every weekend which is kind of nice it's regular you know it's stuff that we can look at um and it allows us to kind of get a good sense on what's going on cuz for the most part I I think that um there's a quite a few good magic players that are on magic online uh there's i mean you look at people like reed duke is that's where he started and mm-hmm. so um you know that's where he got known uh through winning the mocks a lot uh a lot of events on online and including the mocks but um but yeah so uh i wanted to just t- take a look into pioneer real quick just because it's, it's a format that the one deck that i was playing got banned when uh Underworld Breach God Van, and I just want to kind of see what's been going on there to see if there's anything that I like, anything that I could see myself playing or anything, you know, down that road. Um, but recently, uh, last weekend, um, on the 15th and 16th, they had Pioneer Challenges. Um, so some of the decks that were in there, um, the first one on the 15th, the top eight included Kima Wreck. Mono green planeswalker deck, mono black aggro, Esper control, mono green planeswalkers, uh, like a Naya build, maybe like a let's see, it was more or less it's like a it's a burn deck more or less, but it was like a Naya burn um, with Luris, and then um, there's let's see here, where was it? Um, And there's a a Jund list. Uh, there was an Esper control list in Azura Spirits. And then, uh, in well, Azura Spirits was in ninth. And then in 10th, weird. Uh, there's a Lotus combo deck, but obviously it doesn't have uh, Underworld Breach. Um, so that was kind of interesting to me uh, to see that because I didn't know that that was going to be able to still be a thing, but apparently it is. Let's um, go about it a little differently um they don't they're not playing like the tome scours uh in that list they're they're still playing like the abhorral grazer fair of wishes vizier of tumbling sands uh hidden strength strategic planning um sylvan scrying pour over the pages deque time so a lot of those things are all very similar they're playing double cast which is kind of interesting out of m19 uh an uncommon says uh it's red red when when you cast your next instant or sorcery spell this turn, copy that spell, you may choose new targets for the copy. So that's kind of cool. Um, allows you to kind of ramp if you, like, copy a Sylvan's Scrying or something along those lines, right? It's, a, it's
2: an interesting take on that. I, I like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then, like, the sideboard has uh, a lot of one-offs just for your favorite wishes. Like, it has um, Void Snare, uh, Finale of Revelation, um, Wilt, which is just, like, a... Um, naturalized kind of spell uh anger the gods jace wielder of mysteries storm's wrath hour of devastation thought distortion uh ugin the spirit dragon omniscience and enter the infinite and then the things that it has multiple of it has two shifting ceratops and it has two paroon uh Mm -hmm. as just kind of ways to win um post board if they kind of start to and if they go about playing something like deafening silence, where you need to kind of change spells together and you can't, so then you can just kind of ramp into these big creatures and just attack them that way. So that was kind of interesting. I uh, There was another. Um, combo Lotus combo that came in ninth and the next day with a, by a different player. So that's kind of interesting. So it, it's, it's there it's in it's within reach of getting into that top eight, which I think I'm happy to see that. I may have to try to put it together, I guess, and try it or try it online or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, the other, the next one, they had some Nib to light. There was two Nib to light decks in there, which that deck always amazes me. I think that deck's just a cool deck. Uh, the concept of it's really cool. Um, uh, more mono green Planeswalkers, more Esper control. Um, another Jun list and then a black green list, but primarily that was it. Um, in that, in that one. So it seems like this mono green Planeswalkers deck is a thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was before as well. Yeah. Um, because I remember they were looking at, it, you just had a giant wishboard for mm-hmm. Vivian and Karn. And That's
0: exactly what it is.
2: Yeah, and I, I thought that was really interesting. Just that aspect of it to where you're kind of ramping anyway, and, you know, oh, boom. Here's this Planeswalker, now I can go to my sideboard, get something I need for this situation. Whether it be creature or artifact, sometimes both. Right. Um, so it really it's now. Cool. what's
1: really funny is it's got the dark steel Sindel on the sideboard so you can use Karn as a ram mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah no I think it's really interesting i I had not seen this list before um but I do I like how it works it's kind of it's it's cool uh the concept of just kind of being like a Planeswalker wish deck more or less mm-hmm. which is really cool to me
2: because I know it was it was around for a bit it may have gone away and then with the unbanning of Othanissa. um yeah, that definitely slots in there and then it just, I mean, it works. Not that you don't need, a – or it just helps you dig and like find your stuff. So that's, um, it's cool. It's, it's interesting. So just to see agreed the different stuff out there, it's, it's, it's a cool one. I, I enjoy this. I like the, if you couldn't tell, like the single colored decks
0: a lot. Yeah, monocolor decks are cool. I think it, it makes, uh, it may, a, it... It's kind of a deck building restriction it's kind of kind of fun still though because it, it makes it you know it's a restriction where it also makes your mana way better
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: you know and you, you can play to some to get, of
1: you to draw your your lands in the wrong order
0: right and you can also play some more of the utility lands then at that point
2: mm-hmm
0: yeah I mean that's goblins before all these
2: new ones when it was just mono red in uh, legacy you would have your wastelands you would have your ports you know sometimes you would run ancient tombs and whatnot. It could get a little funky, but for the most part, it was everything was fine.
0: You needed like so, a single red, and you know, occasionally you needed double red. Yeah, but that was that was about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so some cards would be a little funky uh, when chain whirler was printed. The triple red was kind of rough uh, at times, um, but it still it still just works. Now that I mean, you have vials and stuff, you can do things with it. So that that changed your, your outlook on things and whatnot. So it, it's definitely interesting to see what you people end up doing with like the utilities and a little bit more of that freedom. So
0: for cool sure, though. for sure. Um, Dom, have you, did you get a chance to take a look at any lists or any topics or anything that you wanted to, to bring up? Uh, so
2: there was a, um, it, the Hooglandia Open. I think it was. What format, format was that? It it was historic. Okay. So they there was just a um, I think they called it. I'm trying to find the exact. It was a combo. Oh my lord! I had it right here. It was the um like the sand the vizier of sands combo. Yeah. The new perspectives
0: oh nice so the cycling that was, deck. that's that always seemed fun to me uh, i wanted to I play that, played that dreadful i played it for a hot second in like paper and it was it was kind of fun like you do yeah. stuff right i know it was
2: in penny dreadful for a minute and uh i wanted to play it but i knew me trying to like learn magic online and trying to get through that many clicks was going to be a, a, a task We'll so, say problematic. We'll say problematic. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> um, But I know I've been looking more at just like I've been looking at legacy stuff more. I'm looking to try and move some things and turn them into Mox Diamonds. So I'm looking at four color loam and just lands. <clears throat> There's nothing really new. A whole lot. Uh, Lance has picked up Field of the Dead, though. So um, it's nothing like, you know. And I I would sound probably like an idiot uh, trying to talk about these decks that I'm interested in and have done some research on, as opposed to people who have you know thousands of hours and games into them. But I'm seeing like some of the different stuff. Uh, Ian played a league, I think, with uh, a decent, or no, it was uh yeah, it was a lands list a week or two ago, with a uh, Cloythus in the board as well, and I was like, I like that card. I need to pick up more because um, I want to try an Enchantress as well. So, just trying... I just want to try some of these different cards out. Like, see these lists, and I have the stuff to do it, like, in paper, and I need to just end up throwing the stuff together, and, you know, if we're doing, like, a Skype uh, Skype playing or you know small gathering or something just to sling some cardboard try it out and to see the differences if I like it keep it you know and if not then maybe decide to move some stuff around too there's nothing wrong with that so right I right. know I did that uh, a little bit recently got rid of my Volrath stronghold that I uh, got because goblins sometimes played it and I uh hadn't seen a list that ran that card in a long time. And they went up a little bit, so I'm not upset that uh I got rid of that
0: when I did. So sure, no, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, no, I think it's interesting. I've been uh I was playing in the mana traders series, like I had mentioned before, and I I've been just kind of playing some random stuff. I played that ninjas list, the blue black ninjas list. Um and then I hopped on playing um, a storm list, one that I've not really played in paper before uh, or online, um, which is the Epic Storm uh, oh. that's kind of uh, popularized by Bryant Cook. Um, he, he has a website for it and everything, theepicstorm.com. He has a lot of articles. They sell the like cards for the deck and everything right through the website, which is kind of crazy. Um, that it's also all centered around one deck, which is kind of crazy to me. Um but yeah, so I picked that up and I was doing all right with that And through the managers and that was fun. Um I like this I like playing Storm decks. They're kind of fun, they're like a puzzle to me, I guess, to some degree. Um it was playing like the the interesting things in the list were it was playing um four wish claw talisman in the main. It was playing four Veil vale of Summer in the main. Um you got to play uh you're playing Burning. It was a Burning Wish version of Storm. You got to play things like uh, Echo of Aeons, which was kind of fun because you'd sometimes be able to like Echo Vans just turn one. So then you draw seven cards, they draw seven cards and you basically start the game again, but with like Storm already started. Um, So that was kind of fun, Uh, but it was cool. It was a, it was a good, good deck that I enjoyed playing. And so I, as I was kind of talking to you guys before we started, it, it convinced me that maybe I need to pick up Mox Opals again uh, sooner. Conveniently, they
2: leave. were just reprinted.
0: Conveniently, they were. Thank goodness. So, uh, be able Conveniently,
2: to I have one that I'm trying to get rid
0: of. <laughs> In order to get another type of Mox. Yeah. How about that? Just way more expensive. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's close. Whatever. Um, it's all just jewels. So it's what. It doesn't matter. Um, Damn right.
2: <laughs> um, man, that Dan Frazier can really draw some jewelry. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's
0: true. It is very true. Um so yeah, so that was kind of fun. Um, but I know in the most recent legacy challenge, uh a couple I think there were a couple of them last week, um, now that I think about it. But I know um Bryant Cook had done uh, well, in the one of them, I think he—I don't think he played in both of them, but I think he played in one of them. Um, and I think he tapped it. Yeah, he came in. He came in fifth with his list. Uh, and it's—it's interesting because he, he does. He only plays—he plays three Mox Opals, three Chrome Maxes, um, and then he—he he went up to the four Wishclaw Talisman, and he plays two Defense Grid in the main. So there's 20 artifacts for Mox Opal to be turned on, which is a good chunk in a deck that's not just a, an artifact-based deck. Um, the deck also does only run 13 lands, so you that you do have to kind of, you know, have other ways of creating mana. So that's kind of why they do have some of those other uh, mana rocks. Um, but for the stuff that I'd have to pick up, it looks like I, I think I have to pick up the opals. And I think I'd have to pick up, like... Some chain of vapors, or no? Some carpet of flowers. Some carpet of flowers and a tiger. Those are the the things that I would have to pick up. He's playing four carpet of flowers. Most of those thing.
2: things you just said would have been reprinted. Yeah. Except the tiger, unless you count the misprinted um, <laughs> lands out the of misprinted the misprinted lands.
0: Right. Um, yeah. No. Have been bonkers. Those are crazy, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, it played. This list was playing four carpet of flowers, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it seems like a lot to me. But he, he's. I've listened to him on a couple different podcasts, and he was mentioning how how great it was against, um, del, like the Delver lists, uh, like the Rug Delver list, because they're just, they're just playing Trops and Volks, and mm-hmm. so you just get to have a bunch of mana. So what he's been doing, and like the way he explained it was, he was taking out his right of flames which are like the add two red mana and then add a red for every right of flame in your, in your graveyard um so he was playing he would take he would just swap out for for four carpet of flowers for the right of flame because the carpet of flowers is giving you a bunch of free mana which is kind of replacing the right of flame anyways so he was like i'll just do that and then i don't have to pay for the right of flame when i need it you know what i mean and so it was it was cool. Listening to how he was kind of sideboarding with that, but um, he does play one card which I really think is a lot of fun because I played it in ad nauseum pendrils, mm-hmm. uh, which is peer into the abyss, yeah. Um, which it's it's cool because sometimes with like ad nauseum, if if you're playing against a delver deck and they're just like delver, flip the delver, bolt you, play another delver, you know, play. A Dreadhorde Arcanist and recast my bolt and all these things where you're you're like before you know it you're like nine, and you haven't done anything yet, and so then you have to try to cast ad nauseum which is a little sketchy to be able to get anywhere off an ad nauseum when you're at nine, but you cast pure pure uh into the abyss, then you just you lose half of your life rounded up, but no matter where you're still drawing half your deck every time, so you could be at two, and draw you know twenty cards twenty five cards. For one life,
2: <laughs> yeah, <it's>, way better.
0: <laughs> We've
2: seeing some stuff, uh, people playing that a little bit more over here and there,
0: trying it out and things, yeah. So, so that's been kind of cool.
2: Um, I just like seeing people trying stuff out,
0: same, honestly. same, it's cool, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been up to is just kind of playing through some of those. And I just so sort I've of just been kind of looking at lists that way, but um, it seems like Legacy, you know, it's still, it's still a Delver format, that's the, the top deck, uh. All In there, could be, unfortunately. Um, they
2: and then damn the
0: damn thing. Well, that's the thing. Here's the thing, though. There's been some Delver decks too that are Delver decks by the way they're constructed, but they're not even playing Delver. So, like, they're like a a tempo deck, like a Delverless tempo deck, essentially. So, and they're those are doing fine too. So it's weird. You know what I mean? It's not even like that card is the thing that does it. Granted, a one mana three two flyer. It's a very strong card. We can all agree on that. But apparently it's not even that it it's the 100% necessary card in the deck to be able to do well. Um, but yeah, it looks like uh, there's a fair amount of Graveyard-esque strategies in the top decks, uh, according to MTG Goldfish for Legacy, because you have um, Hogak which is the fourth top deck at like a 4.44% of the meta. And then you have lands, which is going to be a life from the loam and dark depths which sometimes is a life from the loam deck also. Mm-hmm. Um, all within those top eight decks in, of the meta game. So that's kind of interesting to me. Um, Dom, don't worry. Goblins is on the on the front page of, of What's the, up there? Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's only like 12th, I think, out of all of these, which isn't that bad because there's some decks that are I well that's feel just like in the I've past some...
2: two weeks. Yeah. You, when you switch it to 30 days, it's
0: fourth deck. <laughs> See, so that works. That, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like there's there's just a lot of stuff. Uh but I I'm glad to hear that you're trying to, you know, try out some other potential options with uh picking up those max diamonds to potentially play like Lands or Loam or something. Because those I've always thought those decks were really cool. And they're I think they're uh, interesting because they're kind of control esque decks that don't play blue,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of times. You know what I mean? Or like, don't don't play blue. They're not brainstorm decks, I guess is what I should say. Sometimes they have blue cards here and there, but they're not a blue uh brainstorm ponder deck.
2: Yeah, the the four color loam. I mean, it's it's pretty. That's a deck that I've always been interested in, mm-hmm. and that's the reason I want to get the diamonds. Uh, I was thinking about getting lion's eyes uh instead and um when it comes down to that the deck that i would play if i got leds would just be dredge sure not upset at all um i have two friends that own them though so i could just buy dredge minus those uh because i'm not i'm not playing storm it's just not my deck and somewhat similar price we're gonna put that in quotes things go up all the time <laughs> uh if i were to spend the money i think i would enjoy mox diamonds more and the only reason i'm really looking at lands is it's, it's always kind of intrigued me as well but when i'm a place that i grow over the burn willows and to a place that i of gambles off sure you know why not just to have it available um but the four color loam is really what i was Really, what I'll end up pushing for, just seeing I mean, it's it's like a toolbox. You just don't really have like the search engine for it or something, but right. So it it works. So that's that's what I've been looking at. Um, and I have most of it. You know, minus Dark Confidants and the Mox Diamonds. Some of those are more expensive than the others, but you know, some of them just got reprinted. Yeah, they did. That uh the saving the forty dollars isn't really gonna affect me that much though. No? To uh, okay. going on the diamonds.
0: All right. Well, maybe. hey, you know, you can try it it's every little bit helps.
2: Uh. Hey, I can finally play scavenging ooze now that I just pre-ordered that new secret layer, the slime edition, to Perfect. get those scavenging oozes. So that's awesome. Not that I just bought full art ones from uh the core set, so I'll have my pick of the litter when it comes to that. So.
0: Nice, nice. Luke, anything you've been looking at in terms of decks coming out that you've, you've liked or in any formats we've talked about or that we haven't talked about?
1: You know what, not too much because we're not playing in paper and not doing all these different formats. I haven't really been looking at a lot of results. Um, but, you know, as you've been talking, I'm looking at some of these decks and you know, as much as Dom hates Delver. I love Delver, so <laughs> I'm I'm happy to see that it's still you know a good deck. Uh, maybe someday I'll be able to buy the dual lands to play it in Legacy.
0: Reasonable, absolutely.
1: Uh, but yeah, other than that, you know, not a ton. The the more I think of them as like fringe formats. Like pioneer, like historic. You know, if people who like those, great, have fun, go nuts. I just, I don't like. You know, I I like to play the core three. Like what I think of as the core. Hold on, theme.
2: you just talked about a fringe, the fringe, uh, new formats.
1: Let's say newer
2: formats. Okay, because weren't you talking about Gladiator a few episodes <laughs> ago? <laughs> and I'm not playing it much anymore, to be honest with you. I play. Hey
1: weeks
2: and hey people are gonna play people are gonna play what they want i i I think it's cool i'm not not disparaging them playing them oh for sure for sure i i just thought that was funny i i had to say something luke you know i had to say something i know you did
1: (laughs) but yeah i just like to play you know standard modern legacy and unfortunately i don't have the uh the collection on Midgo to play Modern Legacy. So sure. I'm pretty much just playing standard on uh, Arena. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. I, I think what's another thing with, like, playing online, you talked about wanting to play Delver. Playing blue online is still expensive. It's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. Like, this team or Delver deck is almost 700 tickets. Yeah,
0: like it's it's wild, <laughs> and a a big portion of that is, uh, the, force negations, which the deck that's on, the one that it goes to on MTG Goldfish, it plays two force negations that cost you one hundred and seventy-seven tickets. Mhm. That's outrageous. So those are like eighty plus tickets each. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's, that's yep. so crazy. And I mean, I I get it. It's Modern Horizons. It wasn't really open much. Uh, it wasn't opened, I don't think, at all on uh, on uh, Magic Online, maybe a little bit. But it's basically just been through the treasure chests. So, And most people don't even open the treasure chests. They can
2: absolutely adjust super easy to make oh, it yeah. more accessible. Oh, yeah. Christ, they gave people every card available just a few weeks ago. Like, <laughs> this stuff can happen, okay? Oh, yeah, damn for it. sure it can. For the price sure it of can. these online tickets, too damn high.
0: <laughs> we need to get <laughs> that guy back around here. Let's do it. <laughs> I his name. No, I agree. I agree. I think that, that that's a crazy part because, like, that, those two force negations are more expensive than any of the other, like, play sets of cards that you play in the deck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like even the of wheels, like four Forster wheels comes to one hundred and four dollars. So those are twenty five or one hundred and four ticks. So that's twenty five ticks or twenty six ticks each. Okay, fine, right? Eighty eight plus, yeah, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, that's, that's outrageous. Rough. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hear you, Luke. I think it, it is. It's one of those things. So like since we're not playing in paper, it's kind of a rough thing to really be looking out to see what you want to play because it's kind of like. I don't even know when I'm going to play next, so why should yeah. I be spending the money to do that? Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I've said it before. I I
1: bought, like, a whole deck right when this coronavirus nonsense was happening it was, like, first starting, and it's gone. Like, it, the deck doesn't exist anymore, and it's still sitting in the box I got from Card Kingdom, the, the you know, hard plastic box I got because... Mm-hmm. Never got the chance to play it.
0: Right. Yeah. Crazy. It is. It's a crazy thing out there. Um, because I can I can I can respect that too, because I haven't really been looking to find stuff that I want. I've just been like the decks that I already have, I've been trying to pick up the cards that I want to like the versions of cards that I want for that deck that I already am playing. So like I've picked up some stuff for um Grix's control and legacy, like some signed stuff, pieces, parts that I can put into the deck to be able to use it, you know, when we are able to get back to playing. Um, like just because that that deck I want to have all signed. So like picked up some random stuff for that. I picked up a Toxic deluge signed that I just got in the middle of the day. Um, stuff like that, you know. And so that's all I've been doing. It's not really like trying to pick up new stuff. It's like pick up stuff of the, the versions I want so that then I can get rid of the other stuff When I don't, since I don't need eighteen, you know, of one card, it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. But I, I just sent off my Sarah Sanctums the other day to get signed. Nice, nice. That'll be exciting. When do you, when do you expect to get those back? Um, no
2: idea. With all the stuff going on with USPS as well, it was. uh, Right. I'm a little nervous until it. Until it gets there, then comes back to me. But sure, insure sure. it. Always insure your stuff. Yeah, no, so. for sure.
0: Especially when it's like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like if it's under a hundred dollars, I'm not going to worry about it. If it's over a hundred dollars, I'm probably insuring it just because. Even if it's cars that aren't mine that I'm sending to somebody, like mm-hmm. I'll ju- I'll just be like, hey, let's split this let's insurance because It's not going to be a lot, but let's split it just in case, just so we're covered. Um. But, yeah, so it makes sense to me. Um, but I don't really have too much else. Uh, if, if you guys don't have anything else, um, right, good. Mm-hmm. we can kind of wrap this up. But So uh, thank you for everybody that's stopping by to listen. Uh, we appreciate your time. Um, and we would love to hear from you. So if you want to uh, reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Twitter. Um, all of our Twitter accounts are our, our, – um, podcast instagram account will all be posted in the show notes um you can email us uh at the pregame effect at gmail.com um other than that uh from us here you all have a good night and we will be back at you in a couple of weeks have a good one see you